And let your shoulder lean, shoulder lean. My shoulder's leaning in the studio. You just can't see it because this is radio and they're holding me back. This beautiful face and beautiful voice needs to be on air. That's Brandon Hughes' walk-up song featured this week. But I'm your host, Zach Barnes, with another lonely episode of Warning Track. Giving you everything, Spartan baseball. Not all the time. But I've been busting out a lot of articles lately, so you can get caught up that way. Reading is good for the brain. But anyways, once again, no Michael Epps in the studio as we continue our summer escapade in the Warning Track studio. Michigan State Spartans. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of sums up how things are going right now. Eh, little. Not too good. Not too good for the old, the old boys of summer. And that is because, yet again, they lose another Big Ten series to a team that was actually negative in the Big Ten standings, uh, Iowa. Yes, it was in Iowa City, but, you know, these are the games. Down to the wire. This team needs to win. And I said, go, you know, last week's episode, this is going to be a clutch series. And now things are a lot, lot, lot tighter in that Big Ten race. Uh, Michigan State moves down to sixth place in the Big Ten standings. This is a team that was in first and second for a good chunk of the year, and now they're kind of flirting with, dare I say, not even making the Big Ten tournament. And that's a huge, huge prediction, and I'm not going to say it. I I think they'll find a way to make it. But with all honesty, with Maryland and Ohio State and even Penn State right on their tails, you know, that's what, seven, eight, nine. Illinois is in the picture? Ten. Well, two of those teams aren't going to make the tournament. Um. And Michigan State can very well be one of them, especially with a series against Maryland this weekend in East Lansing. So this is a very crucial series at the point where early in the year it wasn't kind of looking like it. Maryland was having more of an off year, which is surprising for the former ACC team. Um, But, you know, they're not doing as well as in years past. But now this game is going to have a lot of weight to it. And even then, Michigan State will be kind of towards the bottom of the standings which in all honesty might work in their favor. They have not played Minnesota, but maybe facing Michigan in the first round, a team they've done very well with could actually play out in their favor. But no one wants to be that low, and they need to figure something out. And I've wrote about this, and I've talked on the pact about this, but and I'm just going to regurgitate things. This team is not hitting when they need to, and that's become a big problem for this team. Uh, another big thing is Ethan Landon and Cam View not giving them what they were in the beginning of the season. Um I've I said last week it's good to get these rough patches out now, but in that crucial Iowa series, it was not good for Cam to go out there and yet again only get four and a third inning. You know, and I but it's not all on him either. This is on the bats as well, like I was saying. And I said that game three was going to be a crucial game to win because they were gonna throw someone out there that wasn't gonna be used to starting. And I'm a genius, as always. Their starter only went three and two thirds. That was planned. It was only a 57 pitch count, but he came in with over a 6 ERA. You got to take advantage of that. You got to pounce on that while you can. And then they brought in a guy who didn't really, a mid 4 ERA. It wasn't really much better to kind of ease into the bullpen. So it, and to only get one run there, they didn't, they didn't take advantage when they had to, to, like I said, a team that's been bouncing around with a bunch of different third starters 
and Michigan State did not did not take advantage of that. You know, the hitting stats weren't as bad. Two for six with R with Risp, um, four for ten with runners on, three for twelve with two outs. So they've had worse batting stats in these recent series and in these recent games. Um, you know, but look at look at the numbers. Only what one through five got hits. Six, seven, eight, nine. Quiet. Nothing at the bottom of the order. That can't be happening. You know, it, it, I've we've said it all year. I mean, like I, I feel bad when I feel like this show repeats itself, but at the same time, it's this team when firing on all cylinders, one through nine is hitting, it really, really performs. It can't, it's not a team that's driven on star power. Yes, Jordan Zimmerman, maybe even Brandon Hughes, Matt Byers has really stepped up. You can argue those guys are the team's stars, but they're not guys you can exactly, I guess, lean on. So for those you don't, no, Michigan State won the Friday game against Iowa five to one, then went on to lose three to one and five to one. So two runs in those last two games, um, and this playing off the Nebraska series, another t- series where they hit exceedingly terribly. I, I feel like that's a weird phrase, but not well with runners in scoring position, with runners on base. So this is two series in a row, two clutch series, two against two pretty good teams. I, you know, I'm could be raining on this Michigan State parade, but why aren't they performing against the better teams? Except Michigan. It's like this fire they have for Michigan, and they get so pumped, and you can hear the dugout isn't there for the other games. But it's got to be there for the Iowas and the Nebraskas and even the Central Michigans, which we'll talk about in a second. I'm not as worried about that game for the OSU don't know. They lost 12-1 to on Tuesday to Central Michigan. Really shocking, actually. Um, but I'm not pressed about that game. Either should you. I'm pressed about these Big Ten series that Michigan is drop- Michigan State is dropping. Oh, my gosh. I almost called them Michigan. Whew. Jeez, the summer heat's getting to me. But losing two of three against Indiana, Nebraska, and Iowa. Bad, 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 bad. And like I said, that's really dropped him in this series. Um, I've written about this. We can look at, you know, the running and scoring position numbers for MSU. Zero for five. Um, four for nine in one of the games against Nebraska where they won. Zero for nine in another game they lost. I'll just do the games they lost. Two for eight and two for nine. Those are the games they lost. You're not hitting when it matters. And some people don't like the stat risp, which is weird to me because it just – I always point to the Tigers who led the league in batting average last year, but were like 17th in running sco- runs scored. Um, you don't come up clutch, and the clutch teams win. That's why the Royals won the World Series. And so Michigan State is not clutch with guys on, and that's becoming a big problem. And this is a team, you know, I've pointed to before. They've scored six or more runs against every team. They've Against the worst pitching staffs, against the best pitching staffs. You know, it, there's no correlation there. So they could easily explode for six runs more on any given day. So that's the thing. Something's not working right now, and it's been a drag. You know, it's never fun with, you know, I said I didn't really get to make it to those Nebraska games because I was moving out, and I was with my mom, and I was really only a spectator, not really a reporter there, so I didn't get to talk to Coach Boss. I apologize. I'm not doing my job. I admitted to it. I guess that counts for something, right? But 
I wasn't as gauged, engaged in that Nebraska series, so I wasn't able to talk to Coach Boston. Then, of course, Iowa was in Iowa City. Uh, Impact doesn't have that budget yet. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. They'll be able to fly me out to those uh, away games soon. I feel it. But uh, the point is, I haven't really been able to talk to Coach Boss to what's going on. But I was able to talk to him in the Eastern Michigan game at Comerica Park. But that's all happy, happy, go, go. You know, everyone was feeling good there at Comerica. They got the dub midweek, laid back, like really laid back. Um, so I wasn't just going to hop in and, um, you know, press them about, hey, what the heck's wrong with the team? And at that time, they hadn't lost to Iowa yet. So it, it wasn't seen as such a big problem. So I haven't been able to talk to Coach, but I want to know what is different in this this clubhouse, in this dugout, where they're not hitting right now. And, you know, you fans at home should wonder the same thing. What what has changed from those series down in Florida and when they first got to MSU where it was a rowdy bunch of guys and they are excited every game and the hits were contagious, the hit parade. Um, I'm not seeing that right now. And they're not either, and they're not getting a whole ton of production from this offense. Um, and I said it last week, maybe they're proving the media wrong that predicted them at the end of the year to be a six-best team. They're at the sixth spot. Uh, that was going to really heavily rely on pitching. But now the issue why they're not winning these series is because Joe Mockby, of all people, is really the only one um, pitching, I guess, the best out there. Uh, he did get the loss against Iowa, but he's still he's still doing really well. Um, and actually, Ethan Landon turned it around against Iowa. Uh, no earned in six innings pitch. So it was good to have that Ethan Landon back. And um, you're hoping Camview would do the same thing because, you know, when these guys hit the rough patch, you know, the good pitchers turn it around. So Ethan Landon has turned it around against Iowa, which is good. He got them the one win. Joe Mockby pitched well, but Camview intriguing right 4.1 innings against iowa 4.1 innings against nebraska a lot of earned runs this is not the cam view we know and this has all been since that outing at michigan where he left early blister no blister mental things going on i don't know i i promise to report back to you with that because this is not this is weird now your ace one of the best pitchers in the big 10 is really struggling. He's not been able to figure it out. Now, his team did not help him in Iowa. I will give him that. There were three errors in one inning, one error that turned a single into a home run, essentially. The guy got a three-base error. So that's never a good thing. That's that's when things aren't going your way. But So I will give Camview credit there, but he wasn't able to extinguish it. And you know, Nebraska, he created his own problems uh, just by having errors of his own. Um, so you, you hope he would turn it around, but it's getting to the sketchy point where it's like, Hey dude, it's like, you got to do it now against Maryland in this key series, pick up some momentum for the big 10 tournament and carry that to hopefully the NCAA regionals. Um, and I, I say there's still a chance for the NCAA regionals because they're out of conference record is so strong. RPI is there. Um, if you get this, these, and it's really going to be depending on performance in big 10 play or big 10 tournament. Now, uh, the Big Ten did send five teams to the regionals last year, which was a uh, conference record. So the Big Ten is actually in good, a good place in that sense. Minnesota, good RPI team. Maryland, good RPI team. Michigan, good RPI team. So that's really good for the conference. So that's another reason Michigan State may have a chance. But that involves catching fire against this Maryland team and carrying that into the Big Ten tournament and performing well. 
Um, but right now they're not because no, they're not hitting and the starting pitching, especially their main guys, aren't doing what they need them to do. So th- this is – it's not grim for the Spartans, but panic switches on like I wrote about. But I will say – Oh, get ready for it, baller alert! I'm the baller of the year, yeah. Baller alert, better work for them dollars, yeah. Baller alert, better work for them dollars, yeah. Yeah, I tell them all the yeah. I'm telling cause of every year. I'm the baller of the year. That's right. I had to do a baller alert um, before the last Big Ten series, and it's for the bullpen. The bullpen's on baller alert. These guys are phenomenal. They're the ones kind of keeping this team together. Um, and it's a whole just a whole group of guys. I was looking for a fancier word, but it's a whole group of guys. You got Mekis, and you got McCauley, and you got Barr, and you got Gonzalez, and you got Lowry. And you even they even got uh, uh, Sabrowski and Butuleski. Guys' names you haven't even heard this year. They got them thrown in that central game. Uh, Borkovic has settled nicely, very nice, into the bullpen role. Um, so I encourage you to check out my article on the bullpen. I gave them a shout-out on the Impact website because um, it's been a key piece to this season, and it's kind of gone underlooked because that bullpen is the no-love, except for maybe the ninth-inning guy. But MSU doesn't even really have a true ninth-inning guy. So they're on baller alert this week. They're the one really bright spot in this team right now and really will hold this team together. So, you know, when starting pitching, as long as the game isn't completely out of proportion, the bullpen is keeping them in it. And when they do have leads, they are shutting the door. Unlike our fellow Tigers, but wow, that was unnecessary. Um, but yes, so the bullpen has been a key piece. I totally lost my train of thought. I apologize. Um, but the issue is though, when the starter is letting up four or five runs, the offense just isn't making it back up like they can. We've seen them have two out rallies. We've seen them come down from five, six plus runs, and the offense needs to start doing that again. And they need to get the ball rolling and. Um, so that's the two things I really got to report back on, and I feel bad for not having that information on you, but it's um, why aren't they hitting right now and can view what's going on? Because, I mean, that's really the reason for the lack of success right now, those two things. So, but a uh, quick thing for the Central game. I wouldn't be too worried. 12-1, yeah, that's terrible to a team that really isn't that good. A team Michigan State has been able to beat easily. Uh Michigan State kind of put their starters in, and then they moved right to the bench. I think almost every single guy uh, subbed out at one point. So that's something to keep in mind. A lot of the bench guys, and, you know, it's not saying the bench guys can't hold their own, but, you know, to just be tossed in the game like that at the end of the season, midweek, that's a tough position for anyone. Uh, It's good to give the starters a rest for a key series because really the out-of-conference record is fine right now where one more loss isn't going to hurt Michigan State in the standings. It's these Big Ten games that matter. So don't tire out your guys. It's good to give them a rest midweek, not really have to play that game, get a few ABs, and uh, get ready for Maryland. Same with the pitching. Like I said, they put in, you know, Sabrowski and uh, Bucheleski to get those guys some reps, uh, get them in the real deal. So, you know, you never know. Guy goes down to the bullpen or goes to 16 innings and they need an arm. You know, it's good to have those guys have experience. So that's kind of what happened during Central. I freaked out when I first saw the final score. Um, I'm sure some of you guys did, but I wouldn't worry too much. It's these Maryland games that matter. And two of three, ultimately a sweep for Michigan State, is going to be crucial for the Big Ten standings. Because honestly, with a sweep, I don't have the Big Ten standings in front of me, but uh, that could help. You know, if 
let's say the top team gets swept and MSU sweeps, I feel like their Big Ten chances are still alive. So I'm actually going to pull that up for you because I'm a journalist here, right? we got to be accurate. Big Ten standings. Baseball. Oh, there she goes. Watch out, boy. She'll cheer you up. Oh, there she goes. She's a man-eater. Yeah, you get to sing because, uh, okay. So the title hopes are gone for Michigan State, it looks like. Yeah, because they're three and a half behind Minnesota. So even with the sweep and, Mich- and Minnesota were to lose three, um, that would put them a half game out. Why does Minnesota have one less conference game? Huh. More questions. When questions lead to questions. Now i got to look up Minnesota baseball. Minnesota baseball. I was trying to think of another 80s song to sing for you guys. This is what happens during the summer. Like, I don't have a partner. I can just do whatever I want, I guess. Um, you can listen to me to sing Hollow Notes. Yeah, they only have OSU left. That's so weird. Why do they have one less? That's 20. Michigan State has 21. That's a lot of kids. Michigan has one less than us. And Michigan State, not us. I'm not on the team. But Nebraska has the same amount. OSU has the same amount. Huh. Well, Michigan State will not be getting their first Big Ten title since 2011. Teary Um, Whatever. I mean, play for the conference championship and play for the NCAA regionals. I think that'd be really exciting because they haven't been to that since 2012, and I think that'd be awesome to get them on the national stage. Um, recruiting, Northern Baseball. The program has had so much more success in other sports. You know, let's give some love to the smaller ones, and they'll be on TV, so that's good. So I think that'd be huge for MSU to make the regionals. Um, Maryland, let's preview that. Let's do that. Talk some Maryland. Terrapins. The Terps. So the Terps, 11 and 10 the Big Ten. So right behind MSU. And right as I'm looking at their schedule, they have been challenged. Uh, Fullerton and Irvine are two of the top, you know, top teams in the country. Trust me, I know I'm from California, dude. But, uh, yeah, baseball lives out there. So playing those teams at the beginning of the year, uh, that's going to be some misleading losses they have. But they actually beat Fullerton twice. That's actually crazy. That's a team that makes the tournament, like, every year. Holy cats. Uh, Bama played them. Uh, VCU was a tournament team last year. High points. So these are some good teams Maryland's played. So. Like Nebraska, low-key, very low-key, kind of a misleading record. So something to keep your eyes on. You know, Michigan State really at this point can't go in overconfident for any of these games, but I always like to point those out because some of these, I even think MSU's record's misleading because it's like an incredible overall, um, you know, but they beat on a lot of weaker teams. So, And, hey, I'm not going to discredit them. They got a lot of good wins down in Florida, but still. Uh, thing that stands out to me as well is Maryland doesn't have a single hitter hitting over 300, which is pretty rare for college baseball. Uh, not a lot of run drivers. 34 is their highest RBI, um, so that's not a whole ton. So, and you know, no shocker, they're leaning on their pitching. Um, Taylor Bloom and Brian Schaefer are two of the top Big Ten pitchers. Um, and I always say that you know, these Big Ten pitchers, but no, like these guys are legit. Some of the best prospects. Um, MLB scouts are looking at these guys. So it is a very pitching-heavy team. Weird thing is, Purdue was able to get to the Maryland Ace. They were able to beat them. Baseball such a weird sport. Any given day. 
But nonetheless, some really good pitchers they're going to be facing in Maryland. Uh, bullpen kind of dips off. Not a ton of strong arms out of there. I see a lot of guys with like five ERAs. So, you know, maybe the starters just go the distance all the time, but that could be a reason for a lot of their losses. So pitching is going to be strong for them, which is not good for the MSU bats. <laughs> this is not the team you want to be facing when you're out hitting. So this is, uh, this is going to be crazy. I mean, this is, yeah, you love this in sports, but, you know, as a journalist, this is exciting for me. But as fans, you know, I'd be on the edge of my seats if I were you guys. But no, no rapid fire questions in a few weeks. Doesn't that stink? Michael, where are you? We need to do rapid fire questions. Can't ask questions myself. I'm already sound insane enough. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Kind of a frustrating show. Just a lot of frustrations going on in MSU baseball right now. Not good. After such a fun start, after a record-breaking start to turn out like this, to be on the edge of not making the Big Ten tournament, who would have thought? Ugh, what a sport. Why do we watch it? But guys, I'm Zach Barnes for Impact 89 FM. Thank you for listening. Warning track here every Thursday. So tune in next weekend as the Big Ten tournament. And cross your fingers the Spartans are in it, so we have something to talk about. And... And I'm not done, because I don't want to stop doing it. Okay, bye.